You think that's good enough? Yeah, I think that's good enough. All right. Hey, man. Cool. What's up, dude? Second call of the year. Yeah, 2020. Let's. Uh, new year, new me. New you. New podcast? Same podcast, oh, okay. I would say. Yeah. Um, I think there's no way denying it. We had a call last week to record the first episode of the season which by the way we totally should have recorded that whole conversation because it was bomb yeah but it was probably our best call to date but we got so excited and carried away that after an hour it didn't make sense to start recording then and so we're trying to redo i think part of the last conversation and then we'll see where it goes yeah that's forever in my memories the world will never know how awesome that conversation was true (laughs) so new year yeah what we what are we doing for the new year oh uh we are on goal setting sessions here now i said like uh yeah i usually i actually honestly i have never done anything uh like we we had this conversation last time but i um i've actually never never done any like goal setting or beginning of the year write down my goals for that particular year N- never never really done that never even had like a plan of of that kind of thing i always have long term plans i never really set out to have short term plans to be honest i don't i don't not consciously at least but this year, however, um, married and stuff, you know, feel like a total new man. I feel completely different. My, I don't think my skin's the same color anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, um, I uh, yeah, I wanted to start the the year in a different way, I guess, and set set out goals. Uh, but not not like unrealistic goals either. Like I don't know, I don't know what what what. I don't know people people do but I wanted to to do like a mix of things and I guess we can should we go over them again like I I kind of only if you bit. want to we can also just do like high level yeah I'll I'll do I'll do like a high level thing I guess and and I'll just name a couple of the ones that are not so private um but uh so I have like um like we talked we talked about it but my uh my the n- number uno goal that I set out where I said like 2020 what I want to accomplish kind of things or, or what what goals I have for myself and the first one is become a better listener um and, and actually be mindful when others are speaking and that also um in addition to that is speak more clearly um because what I found like I told you this last time but what I found with myself is that I sometimes when someone's speaking to me, whoever it was or for whatever, whatever reason it is, like, I don't know, maybe just a regular conversation that I'm having with a friend or even sometimes when we're on the other company, like, you know, like when they were talking about features or something like that, that they wanted to add to an application or something like that. Like, I will just start, I'll start listening, of course, and then they will say a trigger word that my mind's go somewhere else. And then I'll just start <laughs> like, oh, oh, butterflies, butterflies. I, I remember butterflies in this show and then in this show. Like this. And I start thinking about the show or something like that. I don't, <laughs> I'm sure, and I hope, please, 
that I'm not the only one that does I it. I definitely don't think you are. But uh, I want to be more mindful um, when others are speaking to me. Whatever the conversation is, whether I find it interesting or not, I'll, I want to be as mindful as possible to, you know, because I... I'm trying to be more empathetic as well, which, uh, and then I wouldn't want somebody to do that. If I'm speaking something I'm passionate about and the other person does not find it interesting, I wouldn't want him to like doze off and stuff, you know? So I don't want to be that. I don't do it. I don't think I do it often. And I think that oftentimes I pay attention, but I want to pay attention to the entire conversation rather than pieces of it, you know, when I'm having Uh a conversation with somebody. So that's like one of the things that I'm trying to become more, and it's going well. Like I'm actually being mindful of the goal. So, Every time have, I speak to somebody, I look at it. What? Do you have a like strategy or routine how you want to practice that? Um, I don't have like a particular strategy. What I've realized in the last couple of weeks is that I, whenever I doze off like that, not doze off, I wouldn't call it like that, like get distracted, I guess, within mm. a conversation, I don't, I guess it's because I have it written down because I read. Like, because I, I think about it often, but I'll still do it, of course. Like, I'll get distracted, and then I'll catch myself though, mm. and remember the goal, you know? Yeah. And then I'm like, pay attention. Um, and then I'm, oh, I, I'm back on it again. And that's what, that's the only way that I've been dealing with it lately. Another thing is also is, I don't know how to make this sound not bad, but, um. Start to care more about uh, people. Not that I didn't, and I, mm. you know, before, but try to care <laughs> more, like way, yeah. way, way more about people, and try to care more about my relationships that I have in my life. Um, and that's that's what that's what strategies, I guess, I've been doing. Yeah. Did you yeah. consider um, an actual like mindfulness practice to support this goal? Something like meditation or these kinds of things. Yeah, so I'm I'm actually I think that well I practice a sort of meditation <laughs> I guess with praying, but that is true. Uh, yeah, so and that actually has helped me a lot throughout my life, and I've noticed the difference. And the other day I was looking at um what was it? Uh, there's an awesome show on Netflix that's called Explained. Oh yeah, and they just released the well I don't know if they just released it, but I just found the brain one. So they have they. I'm not um, sure if I've seen that one yet. Yeah, so they it's like explained and it's yeah. brain like like subtitled brain, and it's all about that. And I think in one of the episodes, and they're very short, so you can just look at them quickly. And it's like it's like 18 minutes, and one of them was meditation, mm. and I found it very interesting. And they were talking to um, a Buddhist, mm. and they. Um, They're just talking about how I became popular in society all of a sudden because yeah. that was something that it was completely from, you know, another culture and nobody in the Western culture society was practicing that until like they started studying the psychological and health benefits of it. And this one guy, like they did, this guy from very young age has been meditating and they did like a brain scan on him and everything. And this guy is like, I think he's like 45. Mm-hmm. And they discover that he has like the brain of a 33 year old. Yeah. It's that was quite, quite interesting to be yeah. honest. It definitely adds a lot of like selfish reasons 
to meditation for me. Like, mm. of course, practicing mindfulness in itself is is the yeah the goal and kind of being a little bit more mindful, better listener, being more present in the moment and with the people that I engage with. But then I can also always look at the science behind meditation and be like, oh yeah, I really want to do this for myself. And I'm not sure where kind of the, how should I say, like how much of the goal to develop a mindfulness habit is just purely egoistical to improve my own happy, uh, own health or um, train my own brain and where it's really about kind of connection and other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's both for me and I think that's okay. I think that's okay. It definitely uh, increases the motivation to do it for yeah. me at least to really yeah. meditate regularly. I think that's fine. But um what do you do you use like the absolute famous headspace? Um in fact I actually do, but mostly due to the fact that I got a, a subscription through um yeah somebody else mm-hmm. uh so i have the premium account for a year without actually paying for it um i've used 10 percent happier before that and liked okay. it quite a lot as well mm-hmm. it has a completely different structure so unless uh, headspace it's not like one track where you kind of listen to the same person uh, each and every week and kind of go through these different courses mm-hmm. But you have smaller courses or even like individual meditations done by completely different people. And that was really interesting because you have a lot of different takes and a different, a lot of different, um, how do you call it, like priorities or like um, each one focuses on like slightly different thing. So it's really interesting to just get like a broad picture and um, use it for slightly different tasks as well. Maybe do one where it's more focused, for example, on anxiety and uh, how to work with that. And then there's one that I found really interesting by somebody who uh, has worked with a lot of like professional NBA teams, for example, and was then really focused on like performance and um, really kind of unlocking your your full potential Mm -hmm. and practicing mindfulness to be like present in the moment and able to really... Um, execute so it's completely different ideas and that was also really interesting yeah and then i see that calm is mentioned quite frequently as an app but i've not really checked that yeah, out yeah i actually thought the most popular one was um headspace but um well according to that episode that i watched about um it looks like the most downloaded one is calm yeah but it, right it might be because it's more it's more free i think or, or has like be. more free features i don't know but yeah i see them marketing it a lot for like sleep to improve your sleep so i'm not i've actually not seen it reference a lot in like with regards to like an actual mindfulness practice but yeah i've also never downloaded the app so no idea i could i could try and do that for sure but i feel like i already do like a <clears throat> something similar um in a way but it would be yeah. good to, to reinforce it with something that is just i don't want to use any of those apps to be honest but i will probably just try and practice like just be mindful of my uh breathing i think that alone is the core of meditation yeah starting again is i think what everybody will tell you every time 
that trying to be present, noticing that you're distracted, and just starting again. No, that I is, see. Yeah. That that is where the <clears throat> yeah value is. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's goal number uh, one for for this year is um, do that. Then, nice. Then another goal. Uh, this one be maybe more interesting for the podcast, and it's learn Elixir and focus on backend development. Uh, I've decided. Uh, I have decided, bro. I've decided. That's where I want to go. Yeah. Uh, not in particular. Well, I mean, like Elixir is is just particular interesting to me, and functional programming is exactly what is getting me very excited uh, at the moment about programming. So, I want to keep going that route and it seems that that's the best language right now for me to learn because mm. uh, i find it really nice to be honest and going through the course is really good but so um i was talking to somebody about this yesterday and the reason for this is so what i've realized is right now i'm not that content with what i'm doing so you know as you know like doing react native and mobile development so to me what I feel is that I have actually either become stagnant or I've, I don't want to say a step back because I don't feel like I did that, but I feel like I can't grow anymore in here. Yeah, There's no more routes to go. And this is one of my logics that I've had. Like This is one of the things I've reasoned with myself about this is that, um, well, first of all, I'm not too crazy. Like I don't mind, but I'm not completely entirely uh, fanatic or enjoy doing front end first of all um i don't hate it i don't i don't i i, I at times i actually do enjoy it yeah. but it's not like my passion you know yeah. it's not what i actually like to do in 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 a day-to-day -day basis it's something that i would like to do as a reinforcement so full stack sounds really nice to me for example but what i realized is that there's nothing more past this world or at least i don't want to do mobile development in the context of react native i mm. feel I just don't see myself going anywhere else from here. I, I'm not saying I learned it all. Yeah. But in the context of React Native, nothing really is significant anymore um, in terms of technology. And I don't see anywhere else. Maybe if I went to the native world, maybe, or if, if yeah. I, there was another technology that, that kind of reinforced it with this. And, and I'm not too crazy about JavaScript either. I don't hate it again. <laughs> Sometimes I enjoy it, but, uh, but it's not something that I'm... Uh, loving it all the time i've started to wonder a little bit if it's more um, like for you for example with elixir um being like the goal i'm i started to wonder for myself if it's about the programming language or more about the problems that you solve and yeah. there's a lot of so i've also i've wanted to explore react for example as uh library and as like a tool for quite a long time but i've never really found the motivation for it mm -hmm. and the more i reflect on it the more i think it's because i've not found a problem that felt really valuable to me where this would have been the right tool for the job but i also noticed that that's maybe changing a little bit or that i can come up with ideas that really excite me that would require for example like react as a um as a solution and in that moment, I'm super enthusiastic about also, yeah, working with React or JavaScript for that matter, instead of um, some other like obscure technology that I love, but mm -hmm. uh, can't really apply to this problem. Yeah. And 
yeah it's just an open question for me that i like i don't have an answer to it but it's something that i noticed um that i started thinking about it quite a few times in in recent in the last two or three weeks or so mm-hmm. we're wondering if it's not more a question of like the problems that you're working on and not so much the actual like technology yeah no and for me it's not like i've reflected upon this as well mm-hmm. to me i've definitely 100 percent sure it's not about the language yeah the language excites me and and the, especially the paradigm i yeah. really really enjoy it i really really do uh, there's some things that I would want to explore, but, um, that I would like, maybe it would be nice if it had it, but I think that that's the same for every single language. Oh yeah. Most I think definitely. there's always something that you're like, oh, if you've been through a couple of languages, there's always something that you're like, I wish I could bring this over here to this yeah. one. And so there will never be that. But to me, that excites me. What I'm looking at right now is my own personal growth. Yeah. I feel like with Elixir, if, um, I don't know how to explain it, but with Elixir, like if I want to jump into web and web is like such a huge place, right? Yeah. If you, <laughs> I've been looking at it like a, like a universe, like I can just learn whatever. There's so many different concepts. There's so many uh, different sections of it that you can do. And then, and then on top of that with Elixir, you can, you can go into other, I don't know, you can go into I, like cloud, mm. um, you know, uh, technology or you can do i don't know you can expand from there to i don't know machine learning or ai or i don't know blockchain like there's so many options out there with react yeah. native <laughs> i have mobile yeah and mobile oh isn't there so, a library to build windows apps with react native yeah there there could be but i mean that's all oh, there will ever be most that's definitely yes I, I'm sure yeah. Microsoft actually released a, a toolkit to use React Native to build Windows apps. I'm sure. I'm sure there probably is, but that's like that's all it would ever be. Yeah. And as long you know, if you learn it well, there's no other horizon that you can explore. Obviously, knowing that maybe you can go into React and then I don't know React VR or whatever, right? That you can yeah. go into, which there's like React anything now. I didn't know, but there's like a react for um for your terminal as well i forgot what's it called but uh interesting which which i don't know why you would need it but okay (laughs) um it is a tough question to answer yeah yeah so it's like all these things that i've realized that in terms of growth um i want to go back to either full stack or being a back-end engineer yeah and that's that yeah i I mean i could i always i have the skill and i would always have it there but i just I don't know. It doesn't satisfy me mm. to make a, a little button fly up and uh, go into closer to the screen and then shrink. To me, that's not, that's not that. <laughs> to so, me, that's uh, not satisfying anymore. It does not uh, does not complete me as much as doing other stuff like I don't know, like databases and manipulating data and yeah. logic or something like that. And yeah, I can't. See I want to do more than yeah. Nice. Yeah, it doesn't so sound too bad. That is, that is, and then let's see if I can say anything else from here. Uh, obviously, I have other other goals. Start start a business, right? Start a business. That's, uh, that's always the goal. Ambitious, ambitious. Oh, another one I can talk about as well, uh, and the last one would be the uh, write ideas and thoughts daily. Oh, yeah. 
that is something because I remember hearing once and I don't remember where, but I remember hearing that um, like really successful people or I'm not sure if it was entrepreneurs, but they were they have they carry around um, notepads or books where they write ideas, you mm-hmm. know, and thoughts during the day. Some people do it with phones, but I was looking. Um, I forgot who sent me. Did you? I'm not sure. Were you the one who 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 like told me that uh, or showed me an article that it's it was talking? Oh no, it was somebody else. I forgot. Yeah, yeah, yeah now I remember. It was somebody from uh, I think it was the Odin Project that uh, pointed out to uh, to an article that said that you should always write these thoughts, or if you're journaling, you should yeah. always do it in like either plain text or notepad or something. Yeah, something that you can retrieve. Because for example, if you just do it and you save it on your iCloud, you don't know if iCloud's going to be up and running in 20 years. Like, you have no idea. You know, Most likely it will be, but you you don't know, and all these other softwares as well. Like, you just you just don't know. You want something that you can always convert back and be able to read it uh, years later. So I've just, I've gotten a notebook. I've been doing, <laughs> been doing okay-ish with it. <laughs> Not that great. I've skipped, like, two days already, right? Uh, I think that I haven't written anything. But my goal is to write on a daily. Whenever I have like an idea or a thought, I will open up the book and write yeah. it down. However silly it may sound later, I'll just keep it or, you know, just whatever. Just want to start writing ideas and thoughts. And if, if, let's, big if, I don't have any or I did not write during the whole day, I am scheduling myself that at the end of work, I'll write whatever happened during the day or whatever thought I had or how I feel in the day in a journaling way. Yeah. Just to keep the habit going of doing it daily. Yeah, I think that's the important part. Mm-hmm. So those are the goals. Noise. So far. Yeah. What about you, man? How uh how is twenty twenty treating you so far in these seventeen days? Oh, in the seventeen days, it has been quite a ride. Uh, quite a ride, I have to say. Uh, we started into the year like quite well. Uh, I spent New Year's with friends in a small cabin uh, somewhere in Germany without much internet, which was really really refreshing. So I read a lot and just we played video game, uh, not video games, board games actually, um, mm. and. I started reading Digital Minimalism by Cal Newport. And okay. it kind of follows up on his previous book, Deep Work, which is really uh, on the topic of focused work. And Digital Minimalism is kind of the um, follow-up, trying to yeah, essentially reduce or remove um new media and uh modern technology as like a distracting factor that keeps one from focused work Mm -hmm. and that has been really interesting to read so far um and has really uh, motivated me to kind of take a little bit of a critical look at first like my technology usage but in general like the habits that i have and how they contribute to me doing uh work or um yeah kind of leaving a a thoughtful uh, life so for q1 i want to essentially focus on 
on my habits. Like I have not defined any like concrete outcomes that I want to achieve because I think that's a little bit hard to, or sets one up for failure a little bit. So I much rather focus on habits that I want to cultivate that then hopefully lead to these outcomes that I ultimately want to achieve. And Q1 is really about kind of building a solid foundation for me. Um, the first kind of, I've a few habits that are really focused on my, let's say mental health and mental fitness, um, where it's about, for example, cultivating like a meditation habit. And I've journaled for quite a few years now and I really want to continue this and give it a little bit more space and attention and yeah. Um, yeah. The other part of this is, for example, for me, one of the goals is to a spend less time just, yeah, just on my phone, and I'd much rather start reading a lot more and kind of replace the time that I would spend on my phone with kind of a good book as a way to inspire myself a little bit or just uh, read interesting stories about interesting people, fictional or non-fictional and um, really kind of engage my, my brain in a way that it has not really been used uh, for in the last few years. I've read insane amounts of books as a kid and really enjoyed that. But since I have a smartphone, I think that has like slowly dwindled that number. And my goal for 2020 is to try to read like two books per month. That's That's my goal ambitious ambitious but my reading list so i <laughs> started making a list of the books i want to read and it's generally it's not over and i think my list is longer than 24 books already and i feel like every week i'm adding two more books to the list so how are you doing with it though because by by now you should be done with one book right? i am actually done with one book so i oh. count digital minimalism as the first book i finished this year I'm currently reading um, Isaac Asimov, Prelude to Foundation, as the first of seven foundation books. Mm. Wait, wait. Um, you don't do audiobooks, right? You no, said? I don't do audiobooks. I, so you're actually reading, reading. Yeah, and I'm also, I think I will not count ebooks in there as well. I. So you're not doing ebooks? You're actually buying the books? Yeah. That's the best way. Best, I, best way. Yeah, I so I've read a lot of ebooks. Last year was really, or last few years was really strong on audiobooks. But I don't feel I'm, I'm retaining much of the information from the audiobooks. I I've, tried it as well like four years ago and I, I, I came to the same conclusion. Like I used it a lot for, like very deliberately, mostly for fiction. So I... I think two years ago listened to like all the harry potter books again and for mm. these kind of things it's kind of fine because there's not much knowledge that i want to retain anyway it's just about kind of having a fun time and killing some time on the train yeah but especially for this year i really want to um yeah really exercise my brain and uh, more deliberately uh, process the information that i consume so i definitely want to go with like paper paperback or like Definitely. a physical book, um, whatever. Yeah. No, that's my preference is. always. I always do that mostly exclusively. But um, what at what time of the day do you actually read? Um, or how, where, where do you find time? So I scheduled some... So <laughs> there are... How... Like, let's take a quick detour here. Um, so I have 
habits as my goals that I want to kind of, um, yeah, I want to kind of build these habits. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is really what I have in mind for Q1. And what I noticed for myself is that I have a lot of, like, it's a lot easier for me if I implement tools that essentially, don't want to say force me, but really like are like have strong reminders for these habits. Okay. So what I did is I scheduled time in my calendar for the things that are really important to me. So I blocked, or not necessarily I blocked, but I scheduled time for journaling. I scheduled time for meditation. I scheduled time for reading. And I'm not following that like on the minute. Um, Mm -hmm. It can very well happen that I sleep way into my time to journal in the morning because I just oversleep or uh, this week I worked pretty late hours and just didn't get up in the morning on time. But, but it's a good way to remind you. Exactly. It's a reminder that um, I do want to do this I'm in the try morning. That. The other thing, and this is where my love for OmniFocus, the getting things done tool for Mac, has just grown okay. to insane levels, is what I've set up is um, a project for my habits, where I essentially have tasks that repeat themselves. Um, and as soon as I finish one, it immediately schedules it for the next day again. That's nice. And I've been using that with pretty good success to yeah, essentially remind and follow through on these habits. I think that has been, I am on a 10 day streak now in Headspace, for example. And I would say that's purely due to the fact that I have it as a to-do in OmniFocus. And A, it's really satisfying to tick it off. But it's also seeing that it's <laughs> yellow and it warns you that you have to do it today still is really good for like my psyche to actually say oh shit this is important and i want to do it and that has had an amazing success so far so for daily like especially daily rituals i think that will work quite well for me that's really good yeah uh, my my problem is the reminder is because i that's a I, i'm gonna try putting it on my calendar uh, i do not use my calendar first of all oh should i but i have complete calendar person <laughs> uh i would die without yeah. my calendar i think there's like all my inform like all my knowledge is somehow coded <laughs> into my calendar i think yeah i just never built up the habit to until um until a previous company you know calendar when i started seeing focus when i started seeing that i yeah that's a i uh, think i checked out the app last time you mentioned it i'm gonna check it out again it's but I, uh, expensive but it's definitely worth the money in my opinion i can also wait so what so what is it what's the difference between that and another like to-do list that, um, uh it's uh, so much more sophisticated um i can like for one i can highly recommend the getting things done book by i think david allen um about the methodology behind it let me write that down um the quick summary is essentially that or the, the goal behind getting things done is to for one offload all the information that you have in your brain about tasks that you have to complete and um, information you've gathered for these kind of projects you all want to dump that into a system that you trust so mm-hmm. you have one to-do list and you know that everything you need to do is on that list so you don't need to memorize it anymore and you free up capacity in your brain for other uh, information and the same is true also for uh, information is required to actually do these tasks so 
if you do need to do some research, for example, the goal is as well to collect that information in a system where you know you have access to it, you can find it again so that you don't need to memorize it and don't need to remember it. And what I have noticed after getting back into OmniFocus now a little bit is that as soon as I have this feeling that I should be remembering something or that this is an important thing I need to do, uh, that I immediately catch myself and say, oh, this is something that should be an OmniFocus. Like I should not be remembering this because I will forget it and it will only stress me out. Um, and just slowly building up this one system where all my tasks live and all the information that I need to actually do them has been incredibly valuable. The other thing with getting things done is a methodology, how to process your tasks. Mm-hmm. And that's essentially about uh, doing them, scheduling them, delegating them or deleting them. Hmm. Um, So the workflow is that you have an inbox where you just dump all your tasks into. Like when you notice that you have to do something, you just create a quick note and say, hey, this needs to happen. And then in set intervals, like for example, daily or weekly, you go through your inbox and you make a decision. If it's something that's really quick to do, you do it right then and there. If it's something that takes more time, you would schedule it for a specific time where you want to do it. Or maybe it's not even you who has to do it, or you're not even the right person to do it, so you delegate it. Or Mm -hmm. maybe it's completely unimportant and you can just delete it and don't worry about it. Okay. But at the end of this review, you should have like an empty inbox and everything has been assigned, assigned, scheduled, like you have dealt with everything, so to speak. Okay. And then... Um, you have a weekly review, ideally, where you go through all the projects that are open and have a look, what are the next steps? Is there like a next step that's actually small enough that you can do it? If not, you would think about it, try to define one to kind of start building momentum. Uh, And because you review this regularly, you can build confidence in your system that you're not forgetting important information. And I think this is like the big game changer, at least for me, is this trust that I have essentially stored all the important um, things in a system. And I myself don't need to remember that on Monday I need to call so-and-so to do this and that. Um, I will see it on Monday when I open my uh, log into my machine, my PC. Mm-hmm. I will see my task list and it will be there with like a due date that says, hey, please take care of this on Monday. Um, and that's really nice. And where OmniFocus really sets itself apart from other to-do list apps, I think, is that it's really built for this workflow. And especially the latest version has so many interesting features with tagging, with especially these repeating to-dos. It's so sophisticated how you can schedule them that it works really well. Or for me, at least, it works really, really well. Um, I've not hit any limits with, with OmniFocus. I have a friend who built this to-do app who got like featured on the App Store and like Google Play Store and um, Product Hunt. It's called Taskful. And uh, I've like told him that I could help him out and stuff on certain things, mm. like especially on the back end side. So it's like the first time I've actually grabbed a to-do list app. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so I've been checking it out and it has all that that you're saying for free. <clears throat> but I'm trying to um, trying to because it has all that that yeah. you're mentioning right now. Like it has the uh, he built in all the tags and like different colors and like putting on repeated uh, thing or scheduling between days of the week. Mm. 
and it's the first time because I've never actually used. I think I tried. What was it that I tried? I've. Uh, I don't use. I never use calendars really. Uh, never used to do's. I think what I tried was reminders. Uh, you know, like the yeah, reminder yeah. app, and yeah, when I uh, yeah. had an iPhone, I think that's what I tried, and it just was completely unsuccessful. But yeah, that has never really worked for me. But I think it's maybe because it's not like I haven't built a habit out of it. I, so now with this, I think I'm gonna try and see if I can build a habit out of it. And it, even like small things such as workout, working out, and stuff. Yeah, something that it's already a habit to me would be good to just put it in there to start checking things off to make it a habit to to do that. In as well as use my freaking calendar now i listened to a podcast on habits yesterday actually and there was one part that was really interesting in the end where they talked about how if you want to develop a habit um it's beneficial if you make it kind of really nice for you to do it uh so that you're motivated to actually go ahead with it either by um rewarding yourself when you've done it or by just making sure that the circumstances are right. And one of the examples was somebody who sleeps in a sport clothes to exercise in the morning because you remove the friction from actually putting on your clothes and you're like one step closer to your goal. That's a good idea. And one thing they talked about that I thought was really interesting is that they talked about uh, gym equipment and especially like the home gym because there has have been studies that like the further you are away from the gym, the less likely you are to go there. But False. then people also don't exercise at home. Yeah. And what uh, I think the author of the book said is that it does matter how much you like your equipment, for example. And if you buy like the cheapest treadmill, you will hate it so much that you will not exercise on it because it makes weird noises or doesn't have the features that you need or it's might actually be the wrong uh, exercise machine for you. So um, her suggestion was a little bit that it does make sense to invest money into these kinds of things. And for me, reminders falls into the same category. Yes, you can do something with this, but it's like the cheapest um, option that is available. And I would like mm. I would not be successful with reminders. It would annoy me so much to have to use reminders that it would not it would not work for me as well. But I mean, they want, uh, the same thing. You can use your calendar as reminders. It's pretty much the same exact concept because it pops in your phone as well. I would say there's like two different things though. Like task management and time management are two separate issues. That you're okay, I could, yeah, yeah. But you could combine them if you're trying to make a habit. True. Not if you're just trying to but why would you punish yourself with reminders instead of like using a nice to-do app? But yeah, yeah. that's a philosophical discussion. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So to quickly get back, like my for twenty twenty, like Q one twenty twenty, like I'm only planning at for the next quarter. Uh, the first set of uh, goals that I have set for myself is really about kind of my mental mental fitness, and these were the ones that we were talking with, uh, about before. The second one is really like physical fitness. Like I really want to start developing like an exercise habit and I still have to figure out what that is because with 
kind of the work arrangement and me traveling a lot, it's really hard to, yeah, go to a gym every day, for example, because I'm just not in the same place physically every day. Uh, and I still have to find a solution for this. I personally hate running. I think it's a stupid sport. Um, definitely don't want to do it. Does that really consider a sport? I don't know, but I think it makes no sense. Um, no. So no. while this is like ubiquitously available, I feel like a very strong resistance to doing it. <laughs> and I'm not sure if it's just like, re- like if it's a sensible choice to say, hey, I just have to do it for now because it's the only thing that I can like, literally do anywhere in the world um, or if I can find another solution for it. But that one I still have to figure out. Wait, you mean because you can just go out into the street and yeah, run? Yeah, exactly. Like there oh, are okay. open spaces everywhere. Well, you don't have to specifically run though. You could walk. Walking is better. Yeah. Because jogging is not good for you whatsoever. Jogging is not good. If you're gonna, if you're gonna involve your feet, oh, that will turn into like in that moment is either, is either like walking, you know, speed walking or yeah. whatever, or complete sprinting is one of the two jogging is horrible for your knees so a colleague of mine for example walks home after work um and it like probably takes like 40 minutes or so um so that's something that's good i could do as well uh i'm that's really not sure yet i have to experiment with it a little bit and see what makes sense but this is definitely like the second set of goals that i've set for myself um and the third set is really about um, kind of making progress on some projects. And there as well, my goal is really not to, I don't want to set a like very specific goal that I want to reach, but I'd much rather try to cultivate a habit of working on these projects. So I'm experimenting a little bit there as well with kind of scheduling time each week to, um, yeah, or set time apart to work on it or oh yeah, I don't know yet um, there is like a rough outline what I want to achieve in Q1 like I do have some kind of goal in mind that or a milestone that I want to hit but I really want to hit that by making sure that I build like this habit of taking some time each week to work on my own stuff yeah learn rust maybe that's that's beautiful I, yeah it is i was looking at an, an article like two days ago that it was like making your elixir app a bit rusty oh yeah or yeah something like that. Um, hey, did you see that one no but there's a fascinating article by i forgot who it was uh some company working with elixir who wrote oh it was discord I'm like pretty sure it was Discord who uses I Rust Discord. to keep track of their. Well, they use it for like a very specific part in their app for like state management, um, mm-hmm. and call it like yeah, have embedded it in their Elixir application. And it was fascinating because it has. That's what I'm talking about. I think it has bro. to do with like See? chat rooms and keeping track of who's online on the chat room or something like that. And this is so much more efficient to do in Rust than. Like, yeah, that makes sense for them to pull that out. And, like, to be honest, I feel like that is a trend that I've seen in so many languages now. Um, there have what? been s- um, so many articles about Ruby, for example, and re-implementing um, critical workflows in Rust to speed them up. Discord okay. is doing the same with Elixir. 
So I have this hypothesis that we will see this more and more that uh, there are more and more libraries written in Rust that take care of like business critical uh, flows that are then embedded in tools that are really well suited for other um, or solve other problems really well. So Elixir being, yeah. for example, like, uh, yeah, super well suited for uh, concurrent and um, kind of real-time streaming applications. Yeah. Um, it, it's great for that, but then you can plug Rust in for like really memory intense. Um, exactly, because for data, for yeah, for like number crunching is not so great. Yeah. So then you can you can pick that up. Yeah, no, that's like, and I was thinking when I saw that article, I was like, this is like the dream stack. Yeah, um, yeah, we have to have another discussion uh, about projects and stacks and these kind of things. But yeah. Mm-hmm. I've pl- started playing a little bit again with Rust and I do really, really like the semantics of the language and the tooling around it. Yeah. And the community is super interesting to me, but yeah. No, I'm extremely interested in it. Extremely, extremely interested. I just want to, I want to, I'm going to, you know. I'm not trying to convince you or anything. Pick it up as it comes. No, 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 definitely not. I know you're not. But I'm just trying to get it like to see as it comes, you know. So I'm going to pick up Elixir and work on it you know yeah. consistently and work only on it and until the time comes that i actually need rest yeah. for it to solve a problem yeah for me it's then a- i'll pick it up so freaking you yeah. know with a smile on my face i'll pick that for up. me it's the other way around um it's really like i want to get into rust but yeah i do not want to embed it into something essentially so yeah <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah um i'm excited for this year to be honest, I me too. think it will be really interesting. Um, we've touched on this a little bit last uh, in the last call that we had. I wanted to say recording, but we yeah messed that up um, in the last call yeah. that we had. <laughs> we did we talk did. a little bit about like the starting a business um, goal that we both I think yeah voiced last year as well and have as like our overarching dream. And I'm giving this a little bit of thought as well. And I find it insanely hard to kind of come to um, not make a decision, but like come to terms with it in a way. Because I feel like there's really strong tension uh, between the job that I have and that I really, really like and kind of this wish to work on, yeah, maybe like a very specific problem that I can't really get out of my head and it's always the problem i'm though. really torn the between the two though and i i honestly don't know uh what to do essentially wait you're saying that you don't know if you want to keep like to be a full-time employee or to actually no so let me rephrase it business? like there there is a specific or like a certain problem that i've been thinking about for like one and a half years i found like notes uh last week that kind of date back to yeah, I think the summer of like 2018 or something. Okay. And it's interesting to me that this idea has been like consistently on my mind for one and a half years and I can't really get rid of it. And it's something that really, yeah, it does excite me and I would love to kind of work on it and figure out a solution for it. And if I could essentially finance myself doing that, like if I didn't have any financial constraints... I could very well imagine taking some time off to kind of explore this and figure out a way, like figure out if I can find a solution and 
Isn't that everybody? Yeah, though, yeah exactly. Almost? Exactly. Yeah. On the other hand, the thought of leaving my job is also super sad to me. Like I would Yeah, I'm not sure if Huh, how should I say? Don't want to say if I would want it, but I really, really like my work. And it has a lot of opportunity for especially growth right now. Like I'm working with so many smart people. I see. And I'm not sure. Like when I started the job, I really had this uh, idea to work there for like, I like my hope was that I can work there for a few years, build up expertise, um, really uh, develop myself. And then like in my mid thirties, maybe, um, when this gets boring, then think about kind of starting a business, for example. But it is kind of exciting. Or like last week was really exciting, kind of talking about this and kind of throwing ideas around a little bit. And part of me, like it, there is this passion or this fire to actually do it eventually. And I That's can't, all the fire like, I, I, have. I can't bring like the two sides together. Um, yeah. And I've, yeah, I've really struggled with this uh, the last week because, yeah. I do like my job. I can't really deny it. It's um, something I, I really enjoy doing right now. But yeah, I also noticed that when I kind of, especially like thinking about this one idea, it also gets me fired up um, and I just want to work through the night essentially to get further with it. So yeah, it's, it's open. I mean, like it does, I don't have kind of the, the story doesn't have an end, um, but it's something that you I could noticed. do both though. And you could do both. Realistically, in any case, it would need to do like I would need to do both anyway. Um, we talked about yeah, this, true. so and I think like we shouldn't open this as like a discussion, otherwise we will run completely out of time. But we've talked about like financing for startups, and I think we're both not the biggest fan of like venture capital funded uh, startups. 100%, so I wouldn't want to yeah. go out with the idea, try to raise money, and then just work off of that. I would want to kind of try to bootstrap and at least prove that there's a market and a demand and build relationships with the community and these things take time anyway so even if i were able to kind of build up a product or like a prototype this year i think it would definitely take to like till the end of the year um it would still probably be like two years before one could seriously consider starting a business out of this so in a way, it's a problem that will solve itself naturally over time, I think. But it's also yeah. something that I really noticed thinking about a lot this week. Yeah, it's it's. I think that you can do both, and it's all a matter of patience and how much you want. And like for me, though, I don't. As of right now, I can't possibly think. Even thinking about, I don't know, different types of platforms and apps that exist yeah. out there, I can't think of a particular job that would make me love it as much as I would. Want. Like as much as the fire and passion burning inside of me to start yeah. a, a business, um, that's that's what I want to do. A hundred percent, number one, no questions asked. But at the same time, realistically, like you said, it you need to do both. Yeah. There's there's y just you yeah. Know, if you want to bootstrap, um, I don't I don't. Unfortunately, I don't have uh, rich parents that I'll just be like, can I get a small loan of one million dollars? You know. <laughs> That would be, uh, so, yeah, that would solve a lot of our problems so, right now. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, same here. But realistically, I don't have yeah. that. So I am willing to put in the time, even if it's, even if it's freaking like two hours, one hour uh, a day yeah. to work on this, to progressively do it. I've, you know, That's where we're at from, the from, habit thing again. Like this is why I think it's so important to not so much focus True. on like the outcomes, but more on the habits. Because I think 
that this is always like this quote that I like so much that you really overestimate what you can do in a day, but you underestimate what you do over a year. Mm-hmm. So building yeah, this exactly. habit where you Definitely. kind of add a little bit it each up, day, man. it does add up quite significantly over a year. Hundred percent, and that's that's kind of what I want to also build myself into, just to do. Uh, to be able to build a habit to to start this up, but to me, um, my barrier is well. I know I want to do something with tech, something with what I'm doing right now. Like that's exactly what I want to do. I just don't know what. That is my issue with me because I haven't found that thing. Yeah. And I, I'm sure I will though. Oh, I'm definitely. very confident that I feel like the burning passion inside me, like like a hunch that I know that I will get to it. But I just want to find that thing that will make me be extremely passionate yeah. about it. and with our discussion uh last week is i want to make it about people yeah and in helping some type of way yeah um or connecting uh, you know tools something yeah. something that w- but i just want what i want is to be complete like i need it to be something that excites yeah. me to the oh max. i completely understand and i will want to continue yeah. so I think everybody will will uh, you know admit that, but I've seen a couple of people who have just built things because they know that the business world or whatever yeah. needs it. You know, like administrative tools that people build because it's the easiest thing yeah. to actually make money off of in a certain way, in a way, you know. And I just I couldn't do that. I couldn't. I, oh. I just I could not do that whatsoever. I could I couldn't I couldn't do something that I don't yeah. like or something just for the sake of the fact that it will like b- become a business. I don't. Yeah. I don't so just still looking yeah. for that and I know I'll find it, but the thing is to make it a habit and I just want to, I'll take it, I'm taking it step by step. Like I've taken every other things that yeah. I've done in my life that have resulted in, you know, great outcomes, which is just having patience going that day at a time yeah. and be consistent at whatever it is. And right now for me is learning Elixir. Yeah. You know, no, exactly. I think until that I is learn the strategy. It and then, yeah. And then just little by little every day, learn, learn, learn until I feel confident enough to build Bam. something, then build like something and then, yeah. just, you know, go from there. Just take it day by day. I'm not rushing anything. That's for sure. Yeah. I think that's, that's a good plan for like 2020 and then we'll see along the way what happens. And as like a positive outlook for our listeners, we will be recording throughout 2020 and share our progress. Yeah. Hopefully it will be a lot more uh, interesting. It is. This so year. I'm super surprised that we actually managed to have a call two weeks in a row. So part of me is like oh, carefully yeah. optimistic that we might manage to do, I don't want to say weekly episodes, but like maybe. Yeah. If we would have recorded last week, it would have started being yeah. weekly episodes, right? It's, yeah. It's pretty yeah. awesome. But last year was bad, really, um, yeah, really hectic, but maybe we found accidentally found a time slot that works at least for the time being i think it will be better and and it will turn i hope it turns out to be the kind of podcast that i wanted it to be which was you know like all my progress in this application that i'm building is going well and this and this and this last episode was really promising and or last the last call i want to say was really promising (laughs) yeah i think if we can uh Mm -hmm. get that same vibe going then i think we're good Let's do it. Awesome. Then I'd say let's wrap it and talk next week. Let's do it. All right, dude. Bye-bye. Peace.